okay, stop dwelling on empty words Stop stalling in the doorway And cancel the cruise control Switch it in the manual Don't you wanna feel right again? Don't you wanna feel whole? Don't you wanna feel... about all things tb mm -hmm. <laughs> i got my sidekick with me wendy well well <laughs> well Get on faith um i am going to put this disclaimer out here because i did not do it the last episode this is not for kids okay <laughs> we talk about all things tv but this is not if you in the car with your child I just want to put this out here right now. This ain't for cheering. We might say some things that might make you uncomfortable sitting in the car with your children. <laughs> um, drop the babies off at school or the daycare and then put us on. I'm not, and, we, and actually, we're not that bad, but I have to put that disclaimer out there uh, so people can understand that, yeah, we might let some words slip out over our mouth. Just putting it out there <laughs> so the people can know. Um, so we are concluding our discussion. <laughs> um, concluding. Concluding. Oh, oh man. Um, I um am going to um start off by saying uh lovecraft country is an awesome show uh and and I, I want to make sure that um definitely um they get I, I want them to get a second season a lot of people feel like they shouldn't but i think they definitely should get a second season it just kind of to me it just everything was left on done you know i'm like okay is tick really dead or he's just knocked out or right, so will he come it, back or is uncle yeah. is coming back you know stuff like that and we're gonna towards the end of the episode we're gonna talk about kind of what we uh hope to see uh if they do get a second season uh what we hope to see uh what that would look like uh as far as um yeah, I gotta do something about this. Us, um, what's the word I'm looking for? What we hope to see, some of our predictions, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, so we will get into it. We're gonna start with I am. Now, this is my absolute favorite episode. I was okay with Letty busting out the windows of the white people's cars. I was, I was mm -hmm. for it. I was here for it. I was all for the uh, Whitey on the Moon and everything. I, I've been a, a very, very huge proponent and fan of, of this family struggle. I, I can't get behind Uncle Daddy still, but <laughs> uh, I've loved everything about this show, but I Am is my absolute favorite. Is that the um, episode with the journey of Hippolyta? Yes. 
Okay. Um, Anjanu Ellis has been a a stellar actress. Um, our friend Paul reminded me last week or the week before last mm -hmm. that Anjanu Ellis mm -hmm. was in um. What's the name of that that movie? Uh, what movie? Black uh, Black Presidents. There's a movie called Black Presidents. Yes, it is. Go away. The one dead with the She was Dead Presidents. I don't know where I get Black Presidents from. Dead Presidents. I'm sorry. Thank you, Wendy, for correcting me. That I haven't funny. seen the movie in a while. Dead Presidents. Yes. She was in the movie Dead Presidents. I do not know how I missed Anjanu because Anjanu was one of the main characters in the story. And I don't know how I missed her in Dead Presidents. Is she, was, she one of the um, robbers? Yeah, she was, she was, she, she was, was the, she was the sister that was liking Lorenz Tate. Yeah, so I, if I'm not mistaken, if I, if I, if I remember correctly, oh. um, I'll check it out. I'll find out. Go ahead. If, if I well, no, I'm just saying, if I remember correctly, she and he had a relationship, if I'm not mistaken. They may have had a child together. They didn't All work right. out. Huh? Because he went to the military. He went to the war. He got drafted or something. Right. He he came back and didn't have nothing. Uh she had this child. I think he had a new girlfriend or hooked up something. I can't remember. It, it, it's vague because I haven't seen it in so Long. No, that's not her. It's not her. He's wrong. I'm I looking wrong? at it. He's wrong. Hold on. Because I'm going to do a... I, I'm looking at the cast of Dead President. And, yeah, he's... No, she, he's... Um, Paul is wrong. Hold on. Because like that's Rose Jackson that played the girl who they That's had what I thought. I, I said, no, nah. I said she was in she was in dead prison. He was like, yeah, she was in dead prison. I said, no, nah, he's wrong because I don't see nothing about her in it. I sure don't either. So let me let me stop. That's what he said. That's who she he said she was in. That was the first time I ever seen her was in dead prison. I said, no. I didn't think so either. I'm going through her filmography and I don't see dead presidents in this at all. So I don't know. I'm sure, I'm sure looking at it too. I'm like, mm -mm. Mm -mm. Okay. Well, the first time that I remember seeing Anjali Ellis, let me let me just go there because he I think he's thinking of the Bush right. Mm. That's what he's thinking about. I and remember her on the help. I do remember seeing her on the help because she's the one. Well, no, no, no. So, so let me go here. Anjanu is, is certified, not just the help. Anjanu, let's let's go back. The first time I saw Anjanu uh, Ellis, there's a movie with Cuba Gun Jr. She played his wife called Men of oh, Honor. Good. Men of Honor, yeah. Men of Honor. She played his wife. Um Um, and she was really, really good. I, I dug it. I was all for it. So y'all disregard the dead president's reference because she was not in that. Um, however, let me tell you where the correlation might be. 
the Bush Wright was a very, very um, famous actress at that time. Like, it seemed like all the Black movies, the Bush Wright got uh, <laughs> casted in. But she was in Blade. She was in Blade. Angelou mm -hmm. Ellis played a vampire in the Bush Wright, not, not Angelou Ellis. Oh. Um, uh, the Bush Wright was. Angelou Ellis also played the vampire. She played on True Blood, I think maybe the first season or so. She played okay. True Blood. So maybe that's the correlation. She doesn't look like the Bush Wright. I do do know that. So let's let's talk about what she's played in. She's played in Men of Honor. That was that was one of I don't I'm not gonna say that's one of her first roles because she's been acting since 1995. But she mm -hmm. played in Men of Honor. Uh, I've never seen the Caveman's Valentine. I did see Undercover Brother. I remember her Undercover Brother. She was in Ray, which she took that brick and busted that one out that main car. She, of course, she was in the Taking of Pelham One Two Three, The Help. Um, she notorious, she huh? She's on Notorious. Notorious. The, the movie the about Big. Who she play on Notorious? They said Sandy. That's what they got her on for Notorious. But you know what? I'm going to now see if Bill Street can talk. Have you seen that? Yeah, I uh, found the uh, I found your card and I found my wallet. I'm recording. Yeah, should I uh, get the cheese with the card? Or? Yes, get the cheese with the card and get out of here. Goodbye. Yeah, I might have to go to Kroger because I don't know if it's still closed or not. It's 7.30. It's not. Goodbye. Okay. I'm sorry. I said one movie. You out. Okay. How was that? I said one movie that I'm going to watch that I've seen that is on Hulu if Bill Street can talk and she's on it. Yes, if Bill Street can talk was a very phenomenal. I love that movie. It's beautiful. Uh, she and Regina King shine. The young lady uh, that played the daughter shot. It was a very good movie. I loved it. Uh, you have to understand. I was like, hold on, Bill Street is in Memphis. But you have to actually watch it to get <laughs> to get mm -hmm. the whole gist of it. Um, so um, I loved it. So she she got all the accolades, all of the accolades. She deserves all of the awards. A B C D E F N G. Okay. So I have been a fan, and she played Maddie, Doctor Maddie Mouse Clock in the Clark Sisters movie, and she did that because I promise yeah. God. <laughs> I saw Maddie in her. She played that okay. Have you um, seen the show The Book of Negroes? I did watch that. She's um, on, she was on there. I do remember her being on that as well. Uh, she also played on one of my favorite shows on TV, The Mentalist. In uh, Quantico. Have you seen her in Quantico? She was on Quantico. I did see that. I saw all two seasons of Quantico. I'm still when mad they see that us. Huh? When they see us. Of course, she was on When They See Us. So she's she she got. Let me tell you this. This resume, this resume. Her resume is Angelou, just. Huh? She is just. Her resume is just on on on. I'm talking about. I'm not even talking about the movies. I'm talking about the TV shows she's been on. So let's also talk about this because um, let me tell you an actress that I was super crazy about when we were like coming up like in the 80s and 90s. Paula J. White. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you about Paula. Paula Jai White, and I don't care what anybody says, Paula Jai White is the uh, is an actor's actress, if that makes sense. Paula Jai White can be a prostitute in one situation and somebody's mama in another. 
and somebody's little sister and another, she can be scared to turn 30. When I tell you that girl has range, mm-hmm. if you've ever slept on Paula John White, I need you to go look her up. She is a phenomenal actress. And Anjanou Ellis reminds me so much of Paula Jai White because she mm-hmm. takes that role and she jumps right in. And I and I totally loved her in Lovecraft Country. I've been waiting, I was waiting when they showed the previews of the season when the first episode came out. I said, I'm waiting on this right here. Okay. So <laughs> um so I was very happy to see her have her own art. Of course, you know, Hippolyta is trying to figure out what happened to her husband because she indeed took a trip to Artem when she opened up the um, atlas in the car. And she saw Artem on the map and she's like, Mama, where are we going? We finna go find some answers, girl, because these folks is lying to me. They ain't told me what's gonna happen to George. What is going on? Somebody Wait, here's me. my thing. So she went to Autumn. That means she had to go through some of them sundown countries. Then how come nothing happened to her? Guess what? Guess what? Let's talk about that real quick. Cause I thought that that was a little weird too. Hey, the, the chief of police got ate up by the shotgun, remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. They got gobbled up in the first episode. Well, hold on, but it doesn't have to be the police that can kill them, right? Does not, but the police was enforcing it. And if she's driving straight through and there are no police, there was a very small town that they went through. It looked like about four police officers police that area, okay? So if four police officers police that area and they ain't got nobody to be the police, which they probably heard that they came up missing in the woods. <laughs> mm. I don't think anybody learned to tell live to tell that story, but I think at that point my lesson would be learned as a racist. Hey, something gonna gobble me up because I'm over here giving black people hell. So <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying. <laughs> Somebody's going to gobble me up. So, um, <laughs> so no, they did not. Uh, they, I don't think that that was the case, if that makes sense. I don't think anybody was there to police in that sundown town, if you will, because all of them got ate up. Um, so, she gets to Artem and she finds these comic book that George had on him. Of course, he may have dropped it when they were trying to run out when the building was collapsing and catching on fire and all the white people got turned into a pillar of salt. Hold on for one second, Wendy. We're going to have to pause for a second. So Hippolyta um, and Dee went to Artem. Dee's like, girl, I don't think we're supposed to be here. (laughs) We need to go. and uh, you know, Hippolyte they were here. They were here. <laughs> I know they were here, so she knows the truth. Uh, still don't know the whole truth, but she kind of figured has figured out something is not quite right. So Hippolyta and Diana head home. Um, meanwhile. 
<laughs> Tick and no, no, no. Yeah, Tick and Letty uh, are having these similar dreams. Um, and they, and, and uh, Tick keeps having the same dream. Hannah's running down the hall, doing her thing. She's opening her mouth and saying something, but she ain't saying something, if that makes it's sense. It's like mute. Right. He can't hear, can't understand. And Letty is having the same dream. And there is a nugget uh, in this, these dreams that they're having, similar dreams that they're having. The nugget is the clothing that they have on in the dream. They are dressed in 1930s clothing. Please keep that, commit that to memory because we're okay, going to Okay, I got to watch that because I was not paying attention to that. Yes, we're going to come back to it. So, <laughs> so they're having this dream. Uh, Letty wakes up and um, she wakes up and Tick is not in bed with her. So she's trying to figure out what's going on. So Tick has deciphered and, and as you guys if you guys remember before we got into the Gia episode and kind of breaking down who Gia was and what she was doing all that good stuff with the fox walk <laughs> if you will um at the end of the previous episode when uh what was at the end of the previous episode Yes, when he deciphered the language of Adam um, in the previous episode, it said, so he immediately goes and calls Gia all the way over in Korea. Their phone bills were high. It had to have been. It had to be. Hey, the phone bill. How you calling somebody from Chicago to Korea? Houseway? How? How does that work? At any rate. I've digressed. Um, so um, he had deciphered the, the words, whatever. He's still in the basement deciphering and doing his thing. Um, they find out that I cannot remember how they found out about the cousin. I have watched this like four times. Um, they found out that it was some family in St. Louis. And so let me tell you what I have a problem with. They immediately get dressed and go over to Uncle George and Aunt Hippolytus to ask Hippolytus if she needs to use the car. But then this man goes with fake concern. This is what this is what bothered me about this whole thing. Mm -hmm. This fake concern he had. Aunt Hippolytus, Uncle George wouldn't want you to travel, so let me get that car. <laughs> She told them, I listen, this is my car. <laughs> George ain't here. And if I say I got to go, I got to go. That reminded me of Hattie Bay, Hattie Bay Pierce in, a <laughs> mm -hmm. in Big Mama's house when that man mm -hmm. was trying to give her. I got to go. <laughs> At any rate, I'm sorry. Um, so um, uh, she leaves. She leaves D in the care of, um, of um, I don't forget this girl's name already. Lettuce with Ruby, Ruby, and so they have a discussion, and Tick has to go to visit his cousin in St. Louis. Of course, 
I don't know why he didn't know the cousin was dead before he got there. Because certain things is a phone call. If you call all the way over to Korea <laughs> and, and, and get read your rights mm-hmm. uh, or, or learn that you're going to die from Korea, mm-hmm. why you couldn't call the person you got in touch with and found out your cousin was dead for you? Went all the way to St. Louis. I'm just saying. Um... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just noticing things. That's all. It's cool. Yeah. It's okay. So uh, he travels to St. Louis. Um, Letty's at the house hanging out with Ruby. Uh, Letty knows that she is pregnant. This is when she realizes that she is pregnant. because of Hold on. You forgot to mention something. You forgot what? to mention something. What? The, um, the, or- the orb. The thing. You forgot to mention it. Oh my it. God. Hold on. Yes. I've lost my mind. The, this is yeah. the most important part of the story. Where have I been thankful for getting me together, Wendy? So, let me back up. <sighs> All so the white people. Collecting her, while she's collecting her thoughts, after after Hippolyta was in Autumn, Arkham, whatever, Ardum, Arkham, whatever the name Ardum. of the town Ardum. is. Ardum. 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 <laughs> then they went home. And she was looking at the, what would you call that thing? The ori. The ori. ori. The ori. So let me, the ori. let me back up. Because Christina and Captain Lancaster both were looking for the ori. The ori mm-hmm. belonged to Hiram Winthrop, who was the doctor that was kidnapping the Black people and taking their parts off and putting them on, using their parts for their own use, all that stuff. He was that type of doctor, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. He had an Ori in the house. When they had the party, where Lenny busted the windows out of their car. <laughs> Hippolyta and the whole south side of Chicago was at the party before but you know my thing when you say when you talk about it, go ahead, go ahead. Right. Finish. Okay, so go ahead. Hippolyta took the Ori. The Ori invited Hippolyta. Let me let me just say this. But but this is my thing. How did they not see that what she had when she left? They were, let's go here. They was they was real talk, fighting, fighting outside. She was busting out windows. So Hippolyta got out probably while she was outside busting windows. So Hippolyta probably knew something was going to go mm-hmm. down. So Hippolyta and D got in Woody. And the kids that probably came with them got in Woody. And they got gone. That's how. That's what I think. I didn't see her leave. But when she left, I don't think they saw her with the Ori. Okay? So I'm sorry I missed the Ori part. Um, The Ori represents the planets. But they don't um, orbit correctly. They have to orbit in a different way in order for the Ori to work, if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. she didn't figure it out until she was laying down on the bed because she crying and trying to figure it out. She's doing all her math thing. Let me tell you this. Hold on. I have much respect for your Katherine Johnsons and your Hippolyta Freemans. Because when I tell Catherine you... Katherine Johnson, may you rest in peace, Katherine Johnson. But let me tell you why. Because both of them women right there, they get math by hand. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Not mm-hmm. this little math stuff these children doing nowadays. 
I'm talking about they was figuring out long division with a paper and a pencil. You hear me? They was figuring out the tough problem. That's what that made me, that reminded me of Katherine Johnson at that point in juncture because I remember the movie. I'm sure she did this in real life too. But I remember the movie where Taraji Henson so eloquently played the role of, of Katherine Johnson in Hidden Figures. And how as a little girl, this girl was figuring out like complicated math problems. Baby, tell, let me tell you this. All I know is one plus one equal two. That's all I know. I just need y'all to understand and know this. All I know is that one plus one equals two. Okay? Uh, understand that. <laughs> Before we even start, I am not a mathematician. But that dog on hit the lighter was writing those problems out, trying to figure things and configure stuff. And I was like, oh my God. Yes. I was excited. I was excited for Hippolyta and her journey that I knew that she was getting ready to take. So, so let's 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 go into this ori. So she opens this ori up and she gets the key. So the key is what opens up. I'm thinking the key was for the ori. The key is in the ori, and mm -hmm. the key is to open up a bigger kind of like a time travel machine type of thing. Of course, Hippolyta didn't know what the heck she was doing. She's still looking for answers for Joy. That's what she's doing. But she don't know what she's doing because they didn't go. So I was this in Kansas City, Missouri, I believe? I think so. Okay, so the observatory, which is kind of like, it's not an ori, but it's an observatory. So you put the key in the machine and you turn it on and it generates. And this particular observatory generated this time travel machine thingamarigger, whatever. So she's in Kansas City. So it's important to remember that she's in Kansas City while this is going on. So she uh, finds this place and she's able to figure this thing out. So she left her child with Ruby and technically Letty uh, <laughs> to go and find answers, okay? Uh, so back to Tick and this trip he had to take on the bus because his auntie was like, no, sir. What we're not going to do is demand that you use my car that belongs to me. And I ain't got to tell you where I'm going. And you better not ask me again. <laughs> Let's get on. Let me get gone. So um, <laughs> fake concern. So he gets on the bus to go see his cousin in St. Louis. Lady stays with her sister and they have some bonding moments. They have some very, very deep conversations. And I think this is when she finds out she's pregnant because Lady had, I mean, Ruby had something or she smelled garlic and she gets sick to her stomach. Right, so she gets sick from the garlic smell. And so that's too much on her. And so she was like, when did you stop liking garlic? So she knows, she runs and goes and throw up and she knows what's up. She knows it's all good. Meanwhile, the kids, she was whooping the kids tail playing cards. And you you hear uh, Diana reference Bobo because Bobo is now gone on his trip. That the She's like, I can't wait till Bobo come back. Huh? She said, I can't right. wait till Bobo, when can't Bobo coming Bobo back? Bobo come back because y'all cheating. And of course, 
we'll, we'll learn. We already know the story. We yeah. know the story, so we, we know that. And I'm sorry. And I know the history. And I know the story. But in you know, a little part of me was like, come back, Bobo, come back. Right. Like, maybe come God back, use this to bring Bobo back from the dead. But that ain't what this is. Okay. Yeah. Um, so as we venture and explore further, um, what's going on? Tick learns that his cousin has died, and uh the lady that he goes to, to visit uh ended up, I guess they decided to become girlfriend. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> gone. All right. <laughs> But he notices this birthmark that the cousin had in the picture. Okay. In the meanwhile, um, Letty, I think Letty had to throw up or something, or she went to the bathroom or something, and then she came across Hippolyta's room with the Ori. Yes. And she kind of figured it out that she knows that George didn't die the way they said that she died. Uh-huh. And she, and I guess she gave take the coordinates to where she was going yeah you take it from there so what what she said was and I, and i i guess she did give the coordinates that's that's i guess understood that she gave tick pretty much information on where hip light was going um because i was like how tick figure out where girlfriend was uh, <laughs> but she called her and told her she might be in danger uh you're gonna have to get out of there uh, here's the other thing that 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 really did all the black people have each other's phone number back in the fifties and the sixties? Cause I guess so. <laughs> did you I give Lady so. the number before how you went down there? I was wondering how no. the hell did she know? Hold on, time out. Number? Hold on, I might have an answer to that question. If she knew where he was, where he was going, you know, the operator connected calls back then. Let me let me back up because remember every time he had the call to Korea, they had to connect the call. Uh, maybe she asked the operator to connect her to the lady's house. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm I'm going to go with it. Uh, <laughs> but I just feel like, yeah, hey, but you know what, the phone book and all that stuff was, was, was prevalent back then too. But you had the operators connecting the line back then. Um, yeah, that's what you have. Um, so yeah, she, um, because <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, all these black people do not know each other. <laughs> the United States of America is still a big country. I'm sorry. I just, I'm sorry. Um, and I said, well, maybe, maybe she may have called the operator because back then they had operators. Right. And that's what I was just saying. Maybe the operator connected her because she knew where Tick was going. I'm gonna I'm go with that. That's my answer. And I'm sticking to it. Um, my final answer. My final answer. So, <laughs> so Hippolyta, uh, I'm sorry. So Letty finds that out. Hippolyta then turned the machine on and she's trying to figure out what's going on. She's playing with the buttons. You know how you do when you go to the doctor, you start opening up stuff and you mess with the with the little thing to go in your ear, look in your ear, you mess with the thing with the eyes. You know how kids are, my brother's still like that to this day, I can't take him nowhere. And grown man opening drawers and stuff at the doctor's office. I said, can you take your children to the doctor and do this? <laughs> 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 you know, 
Um, so him going to try to figure things out. So all of a sudden, this thing pops up, and so here comes the white police officer. How you get up here? What you do? You know how you know how the white people did back then, how they still do today. Um, did she kind of like hide the thing? Which one? The key? The Ori. Did she hide the Ori? No, the no, no, Ori okay, wasn't the with key. her. The Ori okay, was yeah, at the right. house. Yeah, Ori okay, was at yeah, the house. Okay. Okay, I don't um, know why I thought she had the order. So, mm, she didn't have order. She had the key. The key, that's what I said before. The key was in the Ori. The key was the was the key to a bigger, like, time machine, which was at the observatory because she got the coordinates and when she got the key from the Ori, if that makes sense. Um, mm -hmm. And so that's why she ended up in Kansas City, Missouri. So Kansas City and St. Louis, I don't know how far apart they are from one another, but Tick... I guess caught a bus <laughs> to Kansas City because he knew his aunt Kimberlite was in trouble. Well, and then, and then that's another thing. He <laughs> came awfully quick, number one. And I'm thinking, shoot, if you get a bus now, it's going to take you about five, six hours because you, they got so many damn stops. Let's go with the theory here. Maybe the old lady knew somebody that didn't mind taking him from from St. Louis, and and let me let me look at this mileage here. St. Louis to what is that? What did I say? Kansas City. Uh, um, Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah. That's a three and that's a three and a half hour drive. He got that quick. That was Jesus, his ministry, angel's child. That's all I got to say. Because that man did get there pretty quick. That's a three and a half hour drive. Do you understand where I'm coming from? I know black people weren't getting on no planes back then. So <laughs> not like that. <laughs> oh, was it next though? <laughs> I mean... I was like, I was like, dang, he got there really mighty quick. Do you understand what I'm saying? Fast, fast, fast. So he got there. The police officers um, were trying struggling to with her. Mm he -hmm. came in, jumped in, get off my auntie. Um, I think Hippolyta ended up shooting one of the police officers. Mm -hmm. um, and killing him. And killing him. And the other one. And tick through. No, tick through him in the portal. Yes, Tick threw him in the, the portal. My thought process here was, Tick, why you ain't throw the other police officer in the portal? Like, explain to me why he couldn't go to the portal. Two. I'm just saying. That would clean up your evidence right there. I'm just saying. They would have just seen some blood. They wouldn't have known who the blood belonged to. It could have been a colored person. Could have been a white person. They would not have known. Um. So... Um, Hippolyta gets sucked into the portal and Tick, Tick. did he get sucked in or sucked in? He got sucked into. Okay. He got sucked in because that's okay. how he got the book. I know that's how he got the book, but I don't know if he jumped in or if he got no, sucked it, in. It, it grabbed the man. Okay. He didn't mean, yeah, he, it was okay. like an accident. So Hippolyta took her journey, her own journey, um, and she ended up in this space-like place um there is a character on here named beyonce um 
remissions of Queen Bee herself. Uh, really quick note. Beyonce actually owns two beehives. Uh, just putting that out there. In real life. Mm -hmm. Two beehives. Okay. okay. Worth $80,000. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, okay. yeah. So, um, I just want to put that out there. I found that quite interesting. Um, she also, um, she's also on the cover of British Vogue and she, she, those are some very, very nice pictures. Very beautiful. Okay. So Beyonce, if anybody has ever seen Steven Universe, this woman reminds me of Garnett, who was played by the lovely Estelle or voiced by the lovely Estelle. Uh, Steven Universe is a cartoon that is, is, I love it. It's like no other. I definitely enjoy the cartoon. I watched it with my boys. Uh, it's a very, very good cartoon. If you've never seen it as an adult, it, 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 it would, you would enjoy that as a cartoon. I'm just put it that way. Um, mm -hmm. But she does look like Garnett, and that's exactly who I thought about. So she kept saying to her, you are not a prisoner. Name yourself. And she like, girl, what, you, what is you talking about? Let me out of here. I don't know where I am. Uh, I'm in this jumpsuit. I ain't got no clothes. I don't know what y'all done did with my clothes. <laughs> and she like is beating the door down to the point to where her wrists are bleeding. Um, she ties up and, and deals with the blood. She figures a way out of it. But when she opens the door, Beyonce comes back and says, you are not a prisoner. Name yourself. She, she gets her back, pushes her back. Um, so they talk and she told her, you can be whatever you want to be. You know, you name, all you got to do is name yourself. So who are you? She kept, kept saying it, kept, kept saying, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? So, um, <laughs> so she said, so if you could be anywhere in the world, what would you be? She said, dancing on the stage with Josephine Baker. And no sooner she said that she was transported and she was on the stage dancing with Josephine Baker. Dancing with Didn't Josephine know a step. Baker. Didn't know a step. Right. She had no clue. First of all, she was in awe because it was like, this is Josephine Baker. Oh my God. Hold on. Real quick. Let me back up just a little bit. When Hippolyta was on the road on the way to... Um, I keep wanting to say St. Louis, but it's not St. Louis, Kansas City. Hold on for one second. All right, so she's on the she on the stage with Josephine Baker, um, and she ain't getting the steps at all. So the French girls going off. You American girls, y'all get over here. Y'all always messing it up, just doing the thing. Um, mm. Josephine Baker go over the steps with her, and she's just in awe. This is Josephine Baker. Yes, yes. And Josephine gone on in her thing. And the thing is, they all took the tops off and stuff. They were able to do things like that. They couldn't do those things in America. Uh, they were able to do different things. Uh, as, as a matter of fact, Josephine Baker, um, oh, I forgot. I was going somewhere before I got interrupted. Uh, Josephine Baker uh, was a, actually had become a citizen of France. Uh, she left the United States as a result of that and, and lived in France. Um, adopted a whole bunch of children of different races, creeds, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, married, I think about four or five times. 
it was rumored that she was the lover of Frida Kahlo, uh, as you saw Frida Kahlo uh, in that scene, giving a speech after one night of the show. Um, let me back up. When Hippolyta was traveling to um, Kansas City, there was a black lady on a motorcycle. I was so excited. I was like, oh, it's a black lady on the motorcycle. She ride the motorcycle. That black lady's name was Bessie Stringfield, who was the first African-American woman to travel the country uh, on her motorcycle. Awesome, awesome, awesome. She was in the military. Uh, I learned about, this is one of the history lessons that I learned watching this show. Um, it has so much history in it. It's it's unreal, you know what I'm saying? Um, so I learned that and it was really, really cool. So let's get back to Hippolyta. So she's having a speech uh, and one of the lines that stood out to me in, in this particular uh, scene was she was saying that she noticed that she was the type of Negro that they wanted her to be. And she realized that they lynched her without putting a noose around her neck because she dimmed her light, if that, if that makes sense, as a housewife. Uh, and not going on adventures and not traveling and not doing the things that she wanted to do. She dimmed her light so that her husband could shine. And being a Negro woman, uh, mm -hmm. taking care of the household and, and dealing with that, that was something if you wanted to branch out and do things, a lot of Black women in that time probably felt like they, they couldn't step outside of that box. You know what I'm saying? So uh, she said that and I was like, wow. They found a way to lynch me without putting a noose around my lit neck. That just that hit my heart right here. It just it just did. It just did. Um, so at any rate, she starts to declare, "I am Hippolyta. I am Hippolyta. I'm Hippolyta." She's dropped into this Amazon warrior type of thing. Uh, this is the the homie uh, Amazons. That's actually a tribe in Africa. However. This is also the uh, women uh, were fashioned after the Dora Milaje, Dora Milaje, I think I pronounced that right, from Black Panther. These women are warriors, they fight us, they, they own it. They, they, so she's getting her tail molly whopped. She's getting dragged, as Candace said. <laughs> like Candace got dragged by Monique. Mm -hmm. she's, she's getting dragged. This lady's like, look, uh, you ain't finna get this crown until you get up and fight. So Hippolyta knocks the lady down on her back. She gets crowned the Amazon warrior, whatever, and they're fighting. If you notice, the white men that they are fighting look like um, Roman soldiers. No, no, not the white men that they're fighting. They look like Roman soldiers. The white men mm -hmm. that they are fighting look like Confederate army men if that makes sense okay. and, yeah. and, okay. and they're slaying them left and right but then <laughs> after they slay the first group it's another group coming so as the other group is coming Hippolyta gets, leaves that time <laughs> leaves that time after she gives this glorious speech much like the glorious speech that Samuel L. Jackson gave uh, in Deep Blue Sea before that, that, that shark gobbled him up 
he was not the Negro in that movie. <laughs> he was he was the black person in that movie. Um, and so she is gone and she's dropped into like this space. No, she's dropped into the scene where she's with George. And we see Uncle Daddy again. Uncle Daddy. <laughs> I love Courtney B. Vance. Um, I really hate that he did not. Stay longer on the show. I don't know why they killed Uncle George, y'all. So I, I was thinking that he was coming back. I feel like they can bring George back. I just, you know, I don't know that they're going to do that. But George is, George is dead, dead. For real, for real. In the book, he survived. Um, but yeah. So, um, and if you have not read the book, uh, Lovecraft Country by Matt Ruff, it is a good book. It's it's not, it's a, it's a, diff, it's a, it's some differences in the book. Let me put it that way. There are some lines that they use on the show that is in the book. Now, I, I do want to put that out there, that disclaimer out there. There are some differences, but it's still a very, very good book. Um, and I actually gave a nod to the book and we're going to talk about it in just a second. Um, so she's talking to George and she explains to George how she felt when he was here, you you allowed me to dim my light. You allowed me to just be complacent and stuck in this place. You did not speak up and push me to be the woman that you fell in love with. You were okay because I made everything okay for you to go out and live your life and travel the country and, do, and, and find these new places for Negroes to, to, to convene where they traveled out of town and these safe places for them. And you didn't allow me to shine the way I really needed to shine. And he was saying, well, I, I, he was trying, he was going to make some excuses. And then he brought it back and he was like, you're right. I did. And I'm sorry. I didn't realize I did it, but I'm sorry. So then you see her and Uncle George uh, going on an adventure. They got a spaceship that's shaped like Woody. It was really, really cute. And she looked like Orithia Blue, which is the comic that her daughter Dee drew um, that her father took with them on the trip to Artem. So, <laughs> so uh, she looked like it. She got the blue hair. She's traveling. She in her little space suit. George right there with her. They're exploring and they're doing this. So at the end, after she gets done with the exploring, um, Beyonce is asking her, you know, so what you want to do, girl? Where you want to go next? What, what's going on? And she was like, I could stay here forever. <laughs> I really can. But then she said, D needs me. Now, everybody thought this was if fuck them kids was a person. <laughs> they really thought that. <laughs> they literally thought this because everybody thought she left D. And let me say mm -hmm. this, as a single parent, I have moments where I want to give my children away. I'm not mm -hmm. even going to lie. I have Girl, to I look I at my son on a daily basis like, do I want to send you out to military school? Well, now, now I'm not gonna go so far as to say military school. I, I am, but you are. Okay. I am, but I am going to go as far as to say, I need my mommy time. I need my breaks. And so many times we do so much as mothers, as women. We have jobs. We gotta come home and cook. We gotta clean up after the little scoundrels. We gotta make sure they hair cut, hair done. Make sure they look decent for the work. I mean, it's just a lot. Then they want to do football and they want all these computer and gadgets and stuff. And we got to work hard and get all this stuff for these little rugrats. And they drive and you up the wall. And they're not appreciative. 
Uh-huh. And then they're not appreciative. Well, my children try to be appreciative. Jalen has has uh, has shown his appreciation for this Xbox by playing it almost daily. I'm annoyed. Uh, <laughs> so, but but I I you every mother or father, if you are a father out there dealing with your kids on a daily basis and right there with them and checking homework and making sure they eat and making sure they go to bed on time and making sure they bathe and making sure they brush their teeth and getting on top of it and being on top of it parent you need a break you have to have that time the nail shop was that for me and i ain't set my appointment yet to go back jesus pray my strength because football had overtaken my life uh we're out of that season for now uh <laughs> as i am a football no mom. no Oh, you're good. So we have taken, uh, we have to take a break. And I feel like I want a butterfinger. (laughs) You can have all of them. What, he just eating them? He just inhaling? No, 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 not him. Not him. It's a little girl. Oh, she's over that stick? Okay, we'll talk about that later. Oh, <laughs> we done got all off on the tangent. So, um, yes, okay. the butterfingers. Yeah. I, I bought this big old thing, and it was nothing but butterfingers in it. I don't like no butterfingers. Oh, I love butterfingers. Well, I'm going to let it's, you know. It's it very when... few things. It's very few things that are made of chocolate that I do not like. Um, So, at any rate, Hippolyte is saying, I have to get back home because my daughter needs me. Just as she says that, Tick jumps out of the portal and somebody, some robotic arm hands him this book called Lovecraft Country and it's by George Freeman. I said, wait a minute, they bring the George back. She's going to bring George back from the portal. I was excited. I was getting excited. And that ain't what the case was. And we'll find it out a little later. But I got mm-hmm. excited because I thought George had awakened from the other land of the earth and came back to tell a story. Yeah, no, that's not what this was. Um, So, <laughs> so, um, Tick has his book. The portal closes up. So Hippolyta can't come back. And he runs because police is coming because, of course, they probably heard some gunshots or whatever. They heard the, the club get towed up. So uh, he takes the key. He has his book. He runs. What he didn't see was the comic book <laughs> that was left at the scene under the bloody police officer that I feel like all you had to do, Tick, was pick that mind up. You could have dragged this body over just a little change mm-hmm. to the portal and threw him in. Okay. All right. Then of course mm-hmm. we hear Cinnamon playing, and that was the end of that episode. So <laughs> we get to episode eight. Oh God. So this is an episode that I did not. Oh, okay. Let me say this. I had to sleep with the lights on after I, I saw this episode. Um <sighs> Girl, I can't. I tried. I tried to watch it again. I could not watch it again. I have conquered my fear. And let me tell and, and you it, why. And I don't think it's because I knew I had to it, watch it again. I don't think it was because of the jigaboos and the two girls, but it was just also what that the beginning of that episode represented that 
Emmett Till did not come home. Emmett Till got murdered. Emmett Till looked horrific. And it was a hot Chicago day. And his mother yeah. wanted everybody to see what these people did to her son. And I was yeah. thinking as I was watching this, the beginning, and it's a line and everything. And I'm thinking, please do not let them reenact this boy's death. Please do not show his body the way you saw it on the pictures. You know, I was like, please don't do that. And, but it was still an overwhelming sorrow yeah. that came upon me yeah. because I was like, because even though I knew what happened to him, everybody knows I had at this point. Yeah. I had hope. Maybe he came back. You're, you're playing with back. magic. So they can magically bring him back. No. Yes. Yes. Uh, but no, uh, it didn't happen. That's not what happened. Um, so they made this almost identical to what really happened in real life. Um the line, I'm talking about the lines were ridiculous. And like you were voting. You were voting. Um, and it was a hot summer day. The air conditioning was out. In Chicago, I when it gets they didn't have like air conditioning like that, period. Back in those well, days. they did not. They had like fans and stuff. But mm -hmm. let me say this. It was bad to where the fans wasn't working because Chicago gets really, really hot. They get cold and they had that wind. They had that Arctic, whatever they got, they normally have going on. But in the summertime, it be hot. <laughs> so... They have city blackouts, and, and that particular day, it was so hot. Um, it was so bad that you could smell his body from the street. That's how bad it was. And people um, were throwing up their head pails yeah. right next to the door. So yeah. people, you know, people was, it was just, it was just, you could imagine that's how it really was. And I'm thinking, have they talked to somebody? Who was either, who was alive during that time period well, for them to tell them exactly how was the mood during that time so. when they was waiting? Yeah, probably so. And then there are several documentaries documenting what happened. Uh, there is one on uh, on Amazon with his mom. They interviewed his mom uh, on the documentary. This is prior to her death. Uh, they have yeah. you got family members of Emmett Till that is still alive and they know the story. So I'm sure they mm -hmm. consulted. Uh, I'm sure they also, in order to tell this story, they probably had to consult with the family. Um, mm -hmm. The lady, Carolyn Bryant, is not dead. I want you guys to understand that right now. The lady that but the husbands dead, are. The husbands the two are men dead. did it. They are dead. And they died horrifically. How did they die? That's interesting. I know one of them had cancer. And you know, sometimes cancer ain't no joke. No, cancer's not. I forgot how the other one died, but my mom said that they they both died a horrific death. Wow. And and I but and you know I and I it's called karma. Mm-hmm. I I'm, I'm it just is. Uh karma will take care of you better than, than anybody can. God got you gonna take care of you. Uh, you cannot live life that hateful and expect to have had a decent death. And I'm Carolyn Bryant's day is coming. 
Uh, her family is fighting it, saying it's not true. That boy didn't assault you, ma'am. And you know, it's and and the person is there is documentation of, of I think her on the tape, if I'm not mistaken, saying that she did not, she did not uh lie and say that that that, that, that the boy did not do it. Basically, Emmett yeah. did not do it. Uh he might have looked at her, but that was about it. Um so all of that is it's documented that she knew that she lied and she knew what she did um this is a child though that you mm -hmm. did this to and that's what's even more horrific they beat and tortured him for hours uh witnesses say they could hear him calling out for his mom and that's reminiscent to today's time where you when you think about george floyd when he was calling out for his mama while that police had his knee on his neck. Um, it's it's amazing that we're still dealing with this in this time. That's 1955 that that happened. We're in 2020 and we're still having to deal with this. Mm -hmm. Period, it's crazy. It is crazy. And I'm just, I, you know what? And me being a mother of a one son, and Emmett Till being um, Mrs. Till's only son, I couldn't imagine. Absolutely not. I couldn't imagine. Absolutely not. It's, it's pretty crazy. Um, meanwhile, Diana's trying to deal with this because this is her homie, this is her best friend. And all the adults are whispering about her mama not coming back. Tig no lady pregnant. <laughs> Um, Tig no let it pregnant. Lady no let it pregnant. But Lady ain't told T. Uh, he tried to give her all the water. <laughs> they, you know, we we shouldn't have brought her here. That's her best friend. This is her rite of passage. Every kid, every black kid should see this. This, you know, these these types of things. Um, Monjo shouldn't was, hide this I, from her. She's going to have no. to learn about this someday. You know, anyway. she's going to have to learn it sooner than later. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So we did an episode on, on our other podcast, Decides Up, Tune In on Sundays at 3 p.m. Shameless plug, shameless plug. Um, we did an episode, though. right, <laughs> uh, called The Protection of Women. Um, and this showed how unprotected was in this episode mm -hmm. nobody was watching this little girl she snuck off from the funeral they were but, engulfed but she in shouldn't have done that though she shouldn't have done that I can't she should she not have but let me go here let me go here she don't know where her mommy is her mom been gone for longer than she should have been gone her, dad her best died. friend has died her dead her dad, dad died. died you know what I'm saying she's going through a lot and you're not dealing with it. Of course, I don't know that therapy was, I'm sure therapy was not a big thing back then, mm -hmm. uh, especially not in the black community. So it's not like she had somebody to go sit down and talk to, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And at that point in juncture, children were to be seen and not heard. Hey. That, that's the other thing, especially back then. So, which leads me to uh, the next, scene 
she sneaks off. They all split up to go find her. Montrose goes back to the house uh, to, to, to Georgia Hippolytus. Um, Tick goes, he got a meeting, and we're going to talk about that in a minute because, baby, all this willing and dealing they doing is mine. Woo! Uh, Tick was like, yeah, I'm going to go look for it. And he looking at his watch, and they looking at him like, what you mean? And then, of course, uh, uh, Letty goes back to her house, and Ruby go, you know, stay at the funeral in case D comes back. And, of course, Ruby has seen the baby because I'm sure she stayed in the line until she got through the line to see that baby. Yeah, she saw it because, don't you remember, she talked to Christine about it. Right. So, she... <laughs> Um, she, you, you see her walking to the house, and she got a key to open the gate to get in. And this white man, who, who are you? You are you the maid? She said, "I ain't the damn maid." <laughs> I think she realized that she was going off on this white man on the whatever side of Chicago, because these are all white people. Uh. What you say to me? He finna come up and he finna. I was like, bro, she can take you. She can take you. I'ma need you not to do that. Ruby can take you. Okay. Uh, Ruby is a little taller than you and got about 50 pounds on you, sir. <laughs> she she be Miss Sophia, baby. She be Miss Sophia. <laughs> well, William pulled up right in time. Uh and he tells. You know, he gets in the man's face because he ready to rail up. He ready to box. He ready to fight. Uh, and the man was like, well, I'm sorry. You know, everybody's really up in arms because of stuff that's going on across town. I'm like, really, white man? A young man got killed. And y'all concerned for y'all lives. This is what you do. And we're going to find that out a little later. This is what you do. Uh, <laughs> y'all are the, 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 the uh, villagers and pillagers. Let me just go there. Um, so they go in the house, he gives her a bath, things get spicy, saucy, and all this stuff. William gets in it, but this time he gets in it as, as Ruby has turned into Hillary because she drank the potion, and right when they are finishing, Ruby turns back into herself. <laughs> this look on your face. I was like, I was like. I was like, okay, okay. Number one, I was, I was, I had a sorrowful mood because of the beginning. Then these jigaboos right. come out, and I'm scared. And then this happened. I hadn't got to, like, I hadn't got to that part yet. Yeah, I ain't got to that part yet. So <laughs> I'm like, what the heck? So we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna pause on Ruby for a second because I'm just going all the way through. So meanwhile, Diana is walking through town. She sees these two black girls. Somebody seems to think that these two black girls are the girls, but it's not. These were two grown women who dressed up as jigaboos, um, which are referenced in Uncle Tom's Cabin, which is a very, 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 very racist book. Um, I have read it. Uh, and let me tell y'all this. Let me tell y'all this right now. If you ever read Uncle Tom's Cabin, stop calling people an Uncle Tom. You call them Uncle Ruckus. Which, by the way, if you ever watch the Boondocks, Boondocks. <laughs> Uncle Ruckus 
acts like we call people to Uncle Tom. So stop calling people that. Uncle Tom was not the bad guy. It was Uncle Ruckus. Okay? All right. All right? Okay. All right. <laughs> That's why they did that in the boondocks. They called him Uncle Ruckus and not Uncle Tom. Think about it. <laughs> All right. So here we go. I, done, I had to correct my, I'm still thinking about the fact that I didn't let Paul send me out talking about she was in dead prison. No, she wasn't, Paul. Uh, <laughs> uh, at any rate, um, she, uh, <laughs> um, at any rate, uh, Diana is walking down this alley. I don't know why this girl going down this alley by herself. And after she's thrown, she throws the rocks at the little girls because the little girls eat ice cream and they laughing and they giggling and they wave to her and she throwing the rocks at us that ain't, it ain't nothing funny, you know, because she mad. She mad, she lost a friend. She walks down this alley and the police pull up and they call her name, Diana Freeman. Who is that, the new woman? I'm going to text it to you. I already know the story. I'm sorry. We didn't get, I know the okay. story. We're okay. going to talk when about it after this. Oh, yes, please. Let's do. We <laughs> So, um, Diana, um, uh, go, <laughs> I'm sorry. You done got me off my train of thought. About um, Diana, um, go Diana in the alley. in the alley. They call her name. Are you Diana Freeman? And she starts to try to run away. They get her, they drag her. She's scared, of course, clearly. Um, they ask her who her, what her mom's name is, Hippolyta. Oh, you know these niggas and these African names. You know how they, they really going in. And so he was like, where your mom? She, she's out of town. She's not here. Did you draw this? He showed her the comic book. So, of course, the folk in Kansas City then brought the comic book up here looking for her. <laughs> yeah, I did draw this. You know, what's going on? He, he said, do you know anything about magic? Right. He said, do you know anything about magic? She said, from fantasy books, he does the nastiest thing. I just really, I need y'all. The way y'all use spit in this show, <laughs> the way y'all use spit in that, this show. That, that disgusts me. This so disgusting. He put the biggest water spit on this girl's head, okay? And started saying stuff, speaking in tongues or whatever, or devilment, I don't know. And she started seeing these worms come up out of the ground, like in the cracks on the ground. And they knock her down. They did something. So uh, magic, you need intention, you need a shape, and you need purpose. I think I'm saying it right. Mm-hmm. They made the shapes on each side of her and then he started saying the spell and the dude held her down while he put the nasty spit on. So nothing's happened. She don't know what's going on. Immediately she can't speak, which we talked about that children are to be seen and not heard. So every time she tries to tell somebody what's going on, she starts to cough. Or every time she sees the jigabobos, and we're going to get to them in just a minute, um, she can't say hey you know it, it starts she starts coughing real bad she gotta run away so let's go here 
Diana goes home and Montrose tries to do what Montrose does. Was Montrose, anybody who let Montrose along with that cheering, let me just say this. Don't. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> Don't. Montrose was not a good daddy and should nobody leave. They cheering with Montrose. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm just. Please cool. don't. Don't leave your children with Montrose. Not because he's gay. It's because he crazy. Ain't <laughs> something stuck wrong with that man. And we're going to find out why in just a minute. At any rate, Montrose going ham. Girl, where you been? We been looking all over you. Now. You know how parents are. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, she go off you ain't my daddy, my daddy dead my best friend died, don't you be yelling at me, you in my house, you know she revving up, something he ain't used to so she slammed the door and go in the bathroom well she's going in there, she's washing off the spits off of her head that was just nasty, oh god it was still on there Um, she turns on the radio and Montrose is talking to her, trying to calm her down and trying to tell her he understands. And he got a friend that, you know, got killed by white people. So he gets it. He feels her pain, all this, all this stuff. And there's a book. They have books in the bathroom. They have a bookshelf in the bathroom. That's mm -hmm. what I want in my bathroom. I want a bookshelf book. in my bathroom. So while I'm sitting on the toilet, or I like to read in the tub, I'm, I don't. I don't know why I said it, but I like to read in the tub. <laughs> you said it. I said it. It's out. I like to read in the tub. So I may, I love to read. I love books. As a matter of fact, I think tonight, before I go to bed, I'm going to take me a nice little soak in the tub and the shower tonight. And I'm going to read because I it's a, I'm supposed to be reading two books right now for two different book clubs and I ain't cracked open nan one. Uh, Girl, I'm supposed to be reading this a book called um, Never Wasted. Okay. And yeah. I'm, I'm still on chapter one. Yeah, I'm halfway through Lovecraft Country. I had started a book by um, Leslie Spates who is the mother of Michael Brown. So I was reading both of those at the same time. And then I was reading this other book called My Daddy Was a Numbers Runner. It's really interesting. Um, hmm. I, I love to read and I read multiple books at the same time. So we're in a, in a book club, by the way, I didn't get all off topic. Um, called The Ultimate Book Hoppers Club. Because <laughs> we like to read and we hop from book to book. I really do. Because I'll be in the middle of another one. Somebody's like, oh, check this out. I'll be like, oh, oh my God. And I go download the book on Amazon. I have a problem. Uh, and I'm and I'm oh I am big enough to admit my problem. At any rate, um, so <laughs> she is looking at the books, and all of a sudden you hear this like creepy noise. So you know something about to go down. The book is called Uncle Tom's Cabin. We talked about that. Um, mm -hmm. Uncle Tom's Cabin. There is a oh my god, what was the name of the little black girl in the book? Uh, that the Jigabobos are fashioned after. Hold, Hold on. on. But just uh, keep talking about it. Just talk so, about it and I find so it. So the, the little girl, if you turn the book over, she sees the picture is turning and it's two really grotesque looking creatures on the book. Okay? So the side of the book that they're on, they are 
it looks like, I don't know if she saw them coming out the book, but they're turning. So she goes out the window and goes down the fire escape and runs out of the house. When Montrose comes into the bathroom or finally able to get to the bathroom after he gave his speech about how he understand how deep feeling, you see the book cover is blank. When he picks it up and flips it over to the other side, you see the, the cover of Uncle Tom's cap. Okay. Um, is it Piccaninny? Piccaninny. That's what it is. So that's what that's what they're fashioned after. So there's a dark skin and a light skin bubble, if that if that makes sense. Um, and um, they are dressed up. They have these little ugly pigtails. I got this crazy makeup on their face. They kind of look like clowns, but like the Negro version of clowns. Uh, and they're doing all this crazy dance, and they have these long, scary looking nails. It's just it's awful. But they're chasing D throughout this whole episode. And D, every time D says, look, do y'all see? She starts getting choked. You know, she can't talk. She can't breathe. She's coughing. She's going through changes. So she's having to run away and fight these demons on her own. own. Um, and so this is, it's interesting every time she goes from scene to scene. And she's like hiding out from these spirits. They keep finding her. They ain't going nowhere. So when she finally decides, I'm finna fight these helpers, they finna go away. I'm gonna do what I need to do. I think she's in the garage part of the Safe Negro travel office. And mm -hmm. she is getting she picked up some car part or something, and she's like boxing with them, boxing with them. Montrose comes back by and he sees her, and she's like, No, wait, stop. I almost got them. They about to die. And they scratched her arm, and she passed out. So the two young ladies that did this routine, and they showed it choreographed without them in the makeup, they are two grown women, and they're phenomenal dancers. They did I think I'm there with the Abby, I, I, Avi, Alvin Ailey. Alvin Ailey. Yes. I'm, I'm getting tongue-tied. I know. Alvin Ailey. By the way, Wendy, speaking of culture, tickets yeah, are on sale for Hamilton. I just saw that in July. I know. I gotta figure out how I want to go. Yes, because I want to go. But then I'm gonna be bummed because I want the original cast. I want the original cast, but I know better. You know what I'm saying? Like the yeah. first time they were coming here before I saw, you know, the movie on Disney Plus. The first time they were coming here, I didn't expect to see Lynn Manuel. They had done this since like 2015. You know, they had been doing it and they did like what eight to a million shows a week. And then on top of that, they were doing ham for ham where they were doing shows in between the shows. So mm -hmm. them folks was tired of Hamilton, I'm sure. And of course, they had to do the tour uh and do all the interviews. Well, not the tour, because it was like Zoom from the house. Because they were social distancing when they released Hamilton that was supposed to come out next year, but ended up coming out this year. Man, I think I'm gonna watch it again. Eliza and Peggy. And Peggy. <laughs> <laughs> the Skyler sisters. Yeah. Angelica, Peggy, Eliza. Work. Okay, I'm sorry. Make your better work. You were singing Skyler Sisters. You knew I had to. Goodbye. <laughs> I can't. I'm gonna, I'm gonna compel him to include women in the sequel. Work. Okay. At any rate, 
We've gotten off time. See, now I want to read Common Sense by Thomas Paine. <laughs> I read that. I was a political science major. So I had to read all that crap. Uh, okay. Literally had to read all that crap. Uh, okay, so so she, she got scratched up and she's out. And isn't that the same time um, uh, what's his name? Tick and Letty come in? Okay. So, yeah, they come in. They try to figure out what's going on. It's a mess. So, let's back up. Tick had a meeting in the cemetery and we find that Christina is actually apparently from Chicago because her mama is buried in the mausoleum that she is sitting in in the cemetery. It looks like all of the family. If you read the the, the grave is Claudia Braithwaite, which of course she never mentions her mom, but I'm assuming that's her mom. Okay. Well, her could be her grandmama. Could be her grandmother, but I'm thinking mama. She had to come from somewhere. Uh, cause I let me say this: Christina doesn't seem like a very sentimental person. Uh, oh no. Typically, sentimental people seem to attach themselves to their mima and their grandma and it hurts them i don't feel like christina would have been hurt and she said she killed her whole family so here's the other thing did you kill your mama okay. for immortality i don't know okay i'm just saying she, she she mentioned that later on so tick is willing and dealing for immunity <laughs> If you will, like this is Survivor, but it really was. It, it's kind of like Survivor. Um, Tick is um, <laughs> willing and dealing because he's trying to learn magic so that he can get an invulnerability spell like Christina has. So all of this, he's trying to work it all out. He's trying to make sure he he does it because he needs to protect his family. He knows Letty is pregnant. That's the other thing. So he tells her, if you teach me how to do this magic thing, I'm going to give you this key to the aura that you've been looking for. Okay. He gives her the key. She never used the key. That's the thing that bothered me too. She didn't use that key. What she need the key for? Because she didn't use it. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. I've gotten off task. So at any rate, um so he willing and dealing why he willing and dealing he on his way home well to ladies because he's on his way to ladies he goes in to lady and before he gets in the house he sees the shoes outside the door so he know who it is in the house the shoes were outside. Who who have shoes outside? They don't. They don't walk on the ground with shoes on. Who, who what culture does that? The Asian culture, yeah. as in the Korean woman that he was seeing when he was in Korea fighting for mm -hmm. the United States. Um. <laughs> oh Jesus. Um. He goes in and he's pissed off because he see Lady. And he see Gia all starry eyed. Oh my God, I finally get to see you. She got that look in her face. And, and Lady looked at, at the table. She pissed. She like, listen, <laughs> you ain't never told me about this helper. And now she here. Why? <laughs> What's she doing here? Apparently she has explained to Letty 
everything. Gia kind of reminds me of the side chick that won't go away, but she means good in this situation. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, Because she's really there to keep calling her. So, okay, nigga, let me come on over here because you keep calling me. So apparently there's something in your heart for me. Apparently you ain't mean nothing you said when you ran out of my room when I put that fox wipe on you. Uh, <laughs> so... He treated her kind of bad, though. Hey, really? Saying, let me go here. Everybody kept saying that he showed more affection towards Gia than he did for Liddy. Everybody kept saying it. I kept seeing that. Yo, you you thought you do whatever to the black girl the first time you had sex with her. It was in the bathroom and it was a quickie. Well, first of all, he didn't know that she had was not a virgin <laughs> before that moment happened. She was giving him the let's go eyes. And he went in the bathroom to go. Okay. And then she unbuckled his belt. Bang. She was ready. She was hot and ready like little Caesar. Look. <laughs> so. <laughs> so. So. I don't agree with that. Uh, I do think that. I don't think that maybe Letty and Tick would have been together. In the book, they're not together like this. Let me Let me just do a little spoiler real quick. They're not together like that in the book. She's just his very, very good friend, okay? And not the type of friend that you listed in the obituary when they die as a special friend. Not that type of friend, just a regular old homie from the south side not of Chicago. Of <laughs> not that, not type, that of type of friend. Not the, not the special friend. And I'm that, not going to deal special with friend. you. <laughs> I am not going to deal with you. <laughs> You said so, not that kind of friend. Not that kind of friend. So, um, I don't agree with that, but Letty was pissed off because you didn't tell me. He said, I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what she was. But she told you what she was. She didn't say it in so many words, but she read you the story of the Camijo. And then I'm sure you're a very smart person. So I know you put two and two together. I know you did. Because she had you up in the air and all the tails coming out and bloop, 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 bloop. And she ain't killed you. She could have killed you. She ain't killed you. Because mm -mm. when she saw mm -hmm. your life flash before her eyes, <laughs> she saw into the future and she saw that you died, but not by her hand, or might I say her tails. Um, so <laughs> 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 um, so <laughs> who did I laugh like? Do from um Hall Night. <laughs> 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 so you so silly <laughs> so and we're gonna finish this we're gonna have to finish i know we keep stopping and starting but we're gonna have to get through these next two yeah. episodes we haven't gotten our full hour and a half oh we haven't okay good thank you for keeping the time praise god how much time do we have well you know what it don't matter go ahead okay <laughs> we, we, we got to finish this my mama, yeah, we gotta finish this because next week we got stuff to talk about for real. Do you watch The Good Doctor? I don't. You don't? But if you want me to watch it, I'll watch it. It's such it. a good show. It's um, such a good show. My sister watches doctor. it. Doctor. It is yes, such a good Yes, I show. know. Yes, I know. I know, I know, okay, I know, I know. I'm sorry. I digress. And then there's the little boy from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Not the old one, the new one. That's the same little boy. Well, he's like okay. a grown man now, but that's the same little boy. At any rate, okay. 
but it's a phenomenal show. You should you should really watch it. It's really good. I think about it. Go ahead. Well, I'm well, this is what I'm saying. You can Hulu that one. Um, I know. You can definitely Hulu that one. Uh and, and you can get caught up. This is I think the fourth season, but it's really the really second good. season. No, not of the good doctor. You sure? I'm positive. Because it came I, on last year. It was the first did, season. Went, last no, year. ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Hold on. I've been. I am a avid watcher of this show. It's the fourth season, boo boo. I've been watching this since it came on TV. Fourth season. Fourth season. <laughs> fourth season. This is this. The first episode was in 2017. Okay. 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 So okay. I've been watching it since it came on the TV and it's really good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't get all off topic. It's good, Wendy. You should watch it. Uh, <laughs> at any rate, so um, he gets mad. Lady kind of slick. Throw him out the house because she mad because he ain't said nothing. Then she pulled this one. You know how you get mad and you pull them out and then they get ready to leave and you go, where are you going? Did you just put me out? <laughs> what you mean where I'm going? He said, He's like, bye. Right. <laughs> he, bye. Um, he goes and he finds his father, needs his father help to help him uh, do the spell because he's trying to cast an invulnerability spell so he won't die because, of course, he doesn't want to die. That's the whole point. They try to find ways for Tick not to go and die. Uh, so, him and his father started talking and he said, man, you had any more secrets to tell me? And I think he told him, oh, he had, oh, I'm sorry. He asked, then why are you looking like that? <laughs> you and these look. Um, Tick, oh, that's a cute house. <gasps> that's pretty. Oh, I like the kitchen. Where that's it? How much is that? I'm sorry, we're looking at houses and we're supposed to be recording this show. I know. Oh, I love it. That's why you see me doing. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. But go ahead. So uh Tick asked, did, did my mom ever cheat on you? Or did you ever cheat on my mom? That's what it was. That was the question. And his daddy looked at him like, I know this nigga did not just ask me, did I cheat on his mama? So he started walking off, and, and Montrose says. No, I never acted on any of my feelings until after your mother died. Okay. 265. That's how much it is. 265,000? Where's that in Midtown? Mm -hmm. Midtown. See, I, I, I want to stay in Midtown or downtown. That's really where I want to live. Other than that, I would like to live in the country. I want people to think twice before coming to my house. Uh, I'm putting that out there in the atmosphere. So an Eads and a Toka, you know, I want a good whole, good little space between me and my neighbors. You know what I'm saying? I want the big wrap around portion. This is not what we're supposed to be talking about. Let me get on. Okay, on go ahead. Get on this. Okay. You, you all on this house stuff. We're going to do our, we got to do our manifestation episode on the size of two because I got some things to manifest. I, I declare. Okay. Me at any too. rate. So, he starts to tell his tell his dad that Letty pregnant. I know she don't know that I know. Uh, he starts to talk about the book. He tells them we gotta cast this spell. Christina taught me how to do this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Did we miss the next episode? 
No. We missed an episode, didn't we? No, we didn't. No. We didn't talk about the episode when he came out and and we talked about that. We did. We did. Cause oh, okay. that was the episode where Tick beat the stuffing okay. out of him, okay. and then he went with Sammy. We talked about that. Sammy was the drag queen. He he won. We talked about that. We we talked about it. Um. Okay, hold on. Miss Mississippi won the Miss USA 2020. She a black girl. She's the first black girl to win Miss Mississippi. Go ahead. That's good. I'm glad. I'm so excited. I'm also glad that they are wearing their natural I'm sorry. hair. Uh, you gonna, you know, I get off task. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Back on cue. So okay, I'm sorry. Um, I just saw that. I just yeah. saw them like, ooh, okay. That's good. It's good. Um. So um, they go and they do the little the 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 symbol. Uh, I don't know where they found the book from. I don't know how they get this book. I, that was a question that I had. How did they get the book for the spell? Did Christina give them the book, uh, some type of book for spell? I don't know how they got that. She taught him how to do it, but I don't know. I don't know how they got this spell book for the invulnerability. Wasn't in the house or something? I'm not sure. It may have been. I can't remember. Now I feel stupid. Because uh, I don't remember how he got this book. At any rate, his dad read the spell um, and nothing happened. <laughs> cut, his, cut his hand for the blood, um, the intention, all that stuff. It was all there, but nothing happened. So Montrose is dealing with, no, Letty and Tick did not walk up when the baby fell out. Uh, because this is what happened. <laughs> Tick is walking to Letty's house. Of course, it's dark. Uh, and he hears gunshots. And as he's walking up closer, he sees the police shooting into the house. Now, before this happens, before this goes down, Letty tells Ruby that Tick is pregnant. Lady also tells Ruby that she met with Christina because she did meet with Christina because the willing and dealing that I was talking about, she met with Christina in the church and she gave Christina the negatives to the missing pages, Titus's missing pages of the book uh, of names uh, from the Sons of Adam. Uh, those were some pages. They needed Hiram's pages. There were pages that were missing and floating around, okay? Nobody had the whole book because Hannah took the whole book and the whole book actually got burned up <laughs> in Hannah's, well, Hannah's folks' house, called the city's house. We're gonna talk about that uh, in, the, in, in the next, for the next episode. So um, she tells Ruby that they're talking and she says, oh God, she didn't get pregnant with the boy, blah, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, you know, she's doing that big sister thing. How, I, girl, you should have kept your legs closed. That man ain't nothing but trouble. He didn't got y'all in the mess. So now this is where Letty finds out that Ruby knows all about what happened in Arnhem because Christina told him. And she's, Letty's trying to convince Ruby not to trust Christina. Ruby telling her, you need to bring your tail on because 
uh, and come on with Christina because guess what? She put this invulnerability spell on you. So you need to be coming with me. Mm-hmm. And then somebody yells lady's name. They run up the stairs, uh, run up the stairs, and the chief of police and all the police officers are uh, coming because they looking for this Ori. <laughs> the Ori that's already gone. <laughs> FYI. They're looking for the order. So one of the police officers walk in and look around. And their excuse is, we heard that uh, the Muslim party, the the the, the uh, Nation of Islam is planning here uh, in, in, in retaliation to uh, Emmett Till. Yeah. So they walk in, through the, they walk through the door. One of the police officers was able to get in. However, old Lancaster and the rest of them bombs could not because that protection spell is on the house. That ghost blood is right there at that door. That cross. He couldn't mm-hmm. get through. Ruby saw that. She said, wait a minute, what happened? He can't get in here because he, he dealing with magic. He's a whole mess. And as they're talking and she's explaining this, all of a sudden, these jokers is shooting in the house. Um... She has this vulnerability spell and Ruby yelling her, get your butt down. And she's just sitting there. She crying. But she's sitting there because y'all shooting in a rooming house full of people. So you can get in this house to get this machine that ain't here. <laughs> All you had to do is ask me, was the aura here? And I would have told you, baby, it ain't here. Don't know where you're going to find it, but it ain't here. So you done shot mm-hmm. up this girl's house. There are children that live in this house. Y'all don't care. Also, white. At any rate, <laughs> they're shooting in the house. Tick is walking up. He is the one of the white cops. See him walk up. Get your hands up. And he looked like, what? What I do? Get your hands up. He put his hands up. The police officer lets the gun go off. Lady sees that, and all of her inhibitions is thrown out the door. She run out the door so she could try to catch the bullet. Before we hit tick, and all of a sudden, from beneath the ground, the black show goth has arrived. <laughs> and I believe that's George. You think that's George? Mm-hmm. I think that's a reach. Uh, it's a reach. I think it's that's reach, the. I think, I think that's the invulnerability spell working. Y'all got block off. I got a blog off, and he gonna tear up all you other blog off. And he and he's black. He black. He's black. So he tears tears into that police officer. He tears into the other police officers. They try to figure out what's going on. Him and Letty scared. They try to run for the house. The block out the toss the a police car and they pass so they can't go nowhere. Some blows up. They blow up in the thing. He done told the whole club of everybody. He done told Lancaster to pieces. He just told everybody to pieces. So he, he after he tears the club up, he comes up to to uh let in tick and does a little screaming thing, but don't do nothing to him. And so Tick put a hand out and pets him like a little pet, and she's like, What's going on? And oh, she said the spell worked. Okay, so that was the end of that episode. So we go over to episode eight. Re nine, I'm sorry, that was episode eight. Jigabobo was episode eight. Episode nine, rewind 1921. 
Um, this is another episode that my heart ached. It did. It ached really, 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 really bad. Because you, you, because you always wondered with these towns that was ran by black people. I mean, had a town. I mean, had everything. Didn't need a white man for nothing. Nothing. Could you imagine how big it would have gotten if you if they would just left us alone? So let me discuss because there were other massacres. There were other massacres in Rosewood and Florida. There were other massacres in other Atlanta. towns in Florida. There was a massacre was one in Atlanta. Atlanta. They did a zoning thing to get rid of a whole black community to build Central Park. Each one of these communities were thriving. They had their own. They had their own doctors. They had their own lawyers. They had their own hotels, movie theaters. Not a hotel, not a movie theater, movie theaters, multiple businesses. This community was thriving and, and, and they worked. Greenwood was founded uh, by a couple of businessmen who migrated from Arkansas to Greenwood, the Greenwood neighborhood in Oklahoma. Um, they touched on this in Watchmen um, and it was a very similar scene, but this was a scene as told through uh, Montrose's eyes because Montrose lived it. Lived it. Montrose, George, and Dora lived it. So um, we we start off with all the adults blaming each other for not watching D. All of y'all was at fault. That's what Ruby said. All of y'all was right. But I say, Ruby, the girl was left with you. <laughs> okay? You know, everybody else was just trying to help. The mama, when the mama got in the car and said, Ruby, take care of my baby, you was over here getting some 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 white peen. <laughs> okay. What? You all up in the guts. Right. She left her baby with you. Okay. Not all of y'all if I you two were if I'll accept your responsibility, boo. Cause she left her with you. Okay. Um, so She's saying, look, we got to figure out what's going on. So this is when Tick and Letty find out that they both have willed and dealed. Tick willed and dealed and gave the key to the Ori. He was like, but this okay. I can just give her the negatives to the missing pages of Titus and Letty look like, well. I already did that for her. Huh? She said, I already did that. I kind of already <laughs> did that. Why? I did it for an invulnerability spell for Tick, but instead Christina gave me invulnerability. Christina did what? Montrose back at the whole fool. Ruby was finna cut that man down <laughs> to the side. I don't understand. Y'all don't understand. Y'all are five foot five and Ruby like six foot. And that the body slam you, I, I think of a Hulk and, and a low-key situation where Hulk She's like, took, I wish you would I touch my sister. I wish you would touch my sister. I mean, Tick was already, Tick then already beat you, beat the brakes off of you. And then you finna come for his woman, like, but see, But you can't get mad, Mr. Montrose, because you done killed the girl, the siren. You done burned some books that you wasn't supposed to. Feel like we wouldn't have been here 
if Montrose had just done the right thing in the first place. But you I got baby crying in the background. That's my niece. You got a whooping. Oh, okay. I don't hear it, but okay. Okay. Josh May. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how he can edit this. Um, he's gonna have to chop and screw this up for real, for real. Uh, at any rate, um, <laughs> so Letty uh says that they have this little dispute. Um, uh, and then everybody finds out Ruby Ruby's been with the white man, but actually the white man is also the white it's man Christ in Christina. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they were like, well, she'll she'll do it for me. She'll come help for me. She'll do a spell. So Christina comes over. She said, okay, this is what I need y'all to do. I got some business to handle. When I get back, I got you. I'm going to do this spell for y'all. On, on GP, I just gonna help y'all out. You technically family. Gotcha. But the spell I'm gonna put on her is just gonna reverse it temporarily. Y'all gonna have to find another way around it. Don't know how, but you're gonna have to find another way. Cause the book gone. So <laughs> so um baby girl uh was turning into a jigabobo. Mm -hmm. and Christina they were able to break her fever and stuff but she was turned into a jigabobo and Christina was able to reverse that 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 uh spell for 24 hours so now they trying to figure out what they gonna do oh my god we got 24 hours we gotta figure out how to get the book but the book go the book burned up in 1921 Hippolyta walks through the door wait a minute my baby, baby with all you incompetent Negroes and my baby sick. What happened to my baby? So what's going on with you? Explain to her what's going on. So she was like, so what's going to help her get better? And they were like, this book. What book? The book of names. Okay, book of names. Where is the book of names? So we can go to it and go get it. That's the problem. The book of names burn up in 1921 during the massacre in Tulsa. What? Okay. Okay. Small problem. Small problem. Not that big of a deal. Real talk. I done been to other planets in other dimensions and other realities. Okay. So what we about to do is we finna travel to this, to this little thing and we're going to travel so I was trying to figure out why, why Kansas City? Because that's where the um the portal was. Hold on. Not, let me say this. Kansas City was where that portal was. There was another observatory in Kentucky. That's where they went. Okay. Oh. They didn't go back to Kansas City. They went to Kentucky. So now I'm about to do this because Missouri is right there. Missouri. Mm -hmm. So everybody was trying to figure out why. Why is it that they were in Missouri and they ended up in Kentucky? Because I don't know. I don't think Kentucky is 
in is any closer. As a matter of fact, I think Missouri is closer than Kentucky is. Wow. So I was trying to rationalize that, but this is my thought behind it. Follow me. Okay, I'm following you. First of all, they didn't kill the white cop in Missouri. They probably looking for their black tears. Just a thought. Would I go back to the place where I killed a white man? That's number one. Okay. Mm -hmm. Number two, the machine broke in Missouri. Sure he broke it. Because <laughs> he was broke so, beating up that cop. Broke it. So I'm going to find another observatory that I can go to so that I can make this work. Now I ain't got no key, so I'm going to have to nigger rig this one, which is what she did. And I was like, well, what? We need a motherboard. What, what you mean a motherboard? Who? What, what is a motherboard? Motherboard? Motherboard. Motherboard ended up being the little things that was in her arms from her travel uh, in I Am. So she hooks herself up to the machine and it opens the portal up and they're able to jump through. Okay. Montrose is hesitant because he knows what's about to happen because this is the first day. Keep in mind the massacre took place, I want to say for four days, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. So it was not a one and done situation. So for those of you who thought it took one day to annihilate a whole community worth of people, you're wrong. It's not. Um, it's not. Um, so it took four days. This was a big community. This wasn't no small potatoes. This wasn't no block and a half of businesses and homes. And they had beautiful homes. Beautiful, nice two, three-story homes. Just beautiful, just gorgeous. Um, so, I'm sorry. So, there, there, um, so there's that. So, He's hesitant because he knows what's about to happen and he's about to relive trauma because he knows what happened. He remembers that day like the back of his hand. Okay. Um, uh, so because he knows what's about to go on, because he knows what's about to happen, he don't want to jump through, but you know, everybody's like, you need to bring your tail on. I don't know what's going on with you, but you need to come on. Uh, Tick is annoyed with his dad at this point. He's highly upset with Montrose. Montrose is just really moving a little shady, a little slithery. Okay. Um, so he's moving a little slithery. He's, he's moving, moving a little crazy, and they don't understand why. PTSD. With that PTSD of them. Uh, there are a lot of layers to this episode as, as it relates to Montrose and his trauma because not only Montrose had to deal with different traumas at this point because you have a father that's a drunk and that's beating on you almost daily and he, he chose you to beat on. You have an older brother who the older brother was frightened and afraid of the dad so he ain't finna see why. 
ain't no sense in both of us getting our heads bashed in, okay? Um, so that's one. Not saying that George didn't do anything to help, but George was, you know, George had to do what he had to do for him because it was kind of like survival of the fittest, I think. Um, so he tried to protect his brother the best way he could um, without rocking the boat with the dad, if that makes sense. So, um, so that that's that trauma. And then of course the PTSD from the massacre and everything that happened and they had to get out of that. So there were people who survived the massacre and I'm sure they had to hide and they had to do uh, certain things uh, to get um, certain things that they had to do to, to get out. So they probably had to hide, they probably had to barter, they had to beg. If you if you notice um, in Watchmen, um, which I think we need to maybe talk about Watchmen a little bit. I feel like watching it again. But in Watchmen, the grandfather of the main character um, was, he escaped, him and a baby escaped from um, the from Tulsa during the massacre and they hid out and him and the baby traveled and they settled somewhere I don't know where they settled but um they actually got out and they ended up getting married oh New York they ended up in New York what am I talking about I don't know where they settled they ended up in New York what is wrong with me they ended up getting married um uh, they weren't that far apart in age, uh, apart in age he was maybe five or six since she was a baby so he's you know that's nice healthy period of time to get married i don't know i'm just saying things um but at any rate um at any rate um you have um you have that situation and like i said it took days it it it, it, it took days for them to wipe out a whole population of people that thrived in and in, in lived in the community without the white people now the reason why the massacre took place is very similar to what happened to Emmett Till um the massacre took place because um someone accused two black men of assaulting a white woman now I don't know that is true let me just say this I don't think black people were out here doing crime like that to white people. I just don't. Maybe there might be one or two stories, but see, here's the thing. There was a greater consequence than it is today. Today, you just go to jail and they might throw away the key. You know what I'm saying? You might get death row depending on what state you in, but you want death row like for a multiple, multiple multitude of years before you eat, eat sit in a in a you know a chair or anything like that so um so those are the things that i think about you know with that um and so with, with that being said uh at that point you could be lynched for even mm -hmm. somebody saying so they decided because of what two black men were accused of Because what two black people we're finna wipe out all these Negroes. Same thing happened in Rosewood. The white woman accused a black man of raping her. And, and it was actually a white man that she was having an affair with. 
and annihilated a whole community. And what I want to what I want to say about Rosewood, I have a friend. Her name is also Faith. Mm-hmm. Um, her grandmother was one of the children who survived the Rosewood massacre. Oh my God, I'd love to talk to her. Well, she's she's passed on. No, so, no, no. Um, but, but I'm sure she faith. has information from her grandmother. Yeah. And Faith was like, her grandmother said that everything that John Singleton did in that movie was accurate to the T. Yeah. They do that research. They get it right when it comes to us and and, and, and what we're going through. So so that's the thing. So um so they have to uh go to the house and they don't want to risk anybody recognizing them because they are so close to related. Ladies not related. So uh, they don't want anybody to say, oh, you look like us or you might be our family or whatever that situation is. So the plan was that Letty was going to go knock on the door, go into the house, whatever that situation was looking like. Well, in the process of them going to the house because they didn't know where they were going. Uh, I'm sorry. They made it to the house. They were across the street from the house. I'm sorry. Montrose and Tick have an exchange too because Tick is fed up with his dad and his behavior because his dad is like drunk the whole time. He didn't drink gasoline. He didn't got some more liquor or whatever. He just drank it. So Tick was like, after this, we get this book and D okay, we done. You ain't got to worry about me sticking fork in me. I'm done. So, um, so Montrose uh, dips away. Once they find the house, he goes away. And so Letty is having to go with this alone at this point. Well, Tick gets in the car. They high-wire a car. Tick gets in the car because he got to go find his dad because they think he's going to go and tell his brother that he's going to die in Artem, which that ain't what Montrose was doing. Montrose was going to save the friend Thomas. Now, Thomas was Montrose's special friend. Um, and, <laughs> and I do mean the special friend that's mentioned in the obituary, but everybody But Montrose was going there to tell him that he could not see him anymore because his dad, you know, acting a fool, acting crazy. He ain't ready to accept who we are, what we doing. Um, so him and Thomas are having a lotus quarrel on the lawn or whatever, because Thomas don't feel like he need to be that way. Montrose is like, dog, we ain't going to be able to do this. Uh, I don't know what to tell you, but I'm tired of getting my ass beat, basically. So um, Tick uh, finds him. Letty, gets, Letty <laughs> is walking down the street, and as Letty's walking down the street, everything is about to go to shit. Uh, white man is pointing a gun in her direction and trying to shoot her, so she's running. And she falls into George's and Montrose's yard and Montrose's dad shoots at the white people and tell her to run in the house. Now, before this happens, when Tick and Montrose and Lady were all gathered together, Tick got to see firsthand what his father went through as a child. Uh, His father caught him in George's um, tuxedo jacket because George was getting ready for prom. Uh, at that time, Booker T. Washington High School was having 
prom. The prom got canceled because they got wind that something was going down. They just didn't know what was going down. So the prom had got canceled that night. Um, and so um, the, uh, but George was getting ready for the prom. Montrose had it and he took the corsage and I think he put the corsage in his head or something like that. He put the flower or something, the lapel flower in his head. And so his dad beat him and go get a switch. And he took, this was not a switch. This was a branch off a tree and beat his child. There was not, a, I don't know what type of switches that he thought there was, but there was not no switch. There was a whole branch off a tree. Okay. Man, what? Um, and so he was like, I deserved it because I got in Georgia's checking and I should not have and let it was like, don't nobody deserve that. So then Dora walks out of her house from next door <laughs> and tells that man's daddy, stop. He said, man, you better move because you can get some of this too. Her daddy come out. I don't care what you do with your two, but what you ain't finna do is put your hands on my child. So he goes in the house and he yelling and he drunk, you can tell, because he's stumbling and doing his thing. Um, Shout out to the young man that played the dad. Uh, he is, I don't know if you watched Black Lightning. Uh, he played Lala on Black Lightning. If you watched Love Is, uh, he played the uh, main character on Love Is that was loosely based on um, Mar Brock Akil and her husband's relationship. Uh, very good actor. He was also a writer on Black Lightning too. That's phenomenal to know. Um, but uh, he's a great actor. Um, but he shoots at the people. Letty gets into the house. She didn't have to go knock on the door. She gets in the house. Uh, she introduces herself. The Montrose's dad is is berating and going off like, "What? Where, where them folk come from? Where where they going? Did you see da 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 da?" And Letty trying to catch her breath because the child. I just had to run for my life. Okay. <laughs> Again. Again. <laughs> I'm so tired of this. I'm always running. I'm out every episode. I'm running. Uh, <laughs> so um, she um, uh, gets uh, into the house, introduces herself. Grandma peeps the shoes because apparently they, they couldn't get no shoes. They stole clothes from the hotel. So you said you didn't catch it in the dream that they were having, the clothing mm -hmm. that they were wearing. The clothes that they were wearing in the dream are the clothes that they stole at the hotel. Letty had that okay. red dress on. Tick had the tie on and the and the and the shirt. He had the, the suit jacket on too, but he had taken the suit jacket off. Okay. So they had their same clothes on when they were in the um in the uh in in, in the drinks that they, they had. So uh, Letty I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. burned up in the um burnt up uh, in the dream and she didn't realize what that was so that was foreshadowing for what was going to happen and of course we all know that Dora's entire family burned up in the house and Dora probably would have burned up in the house too had she not gone with George to go look for Montrose okay so Montrose okay so did she go into George's family's house no. or Dora's house? Dora's house. That's where the book was. Okay. Dora's family. Okay. So, um, right. but had 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 Dora been at the house and that whole situation, they didn't have to go look for Montrose because Montrose ran off after, you know, his dad beat him relentlessly in the yard. Um, 
if Dora and George did not leave to go and find Montrose, they would have been caught up in that situation too. As a matter of fact, Dora would have burned up in the house with her mama and, and dad in them. So, mm -hmm. um, Letty, everybody got a gun. They were supposed to be looking out. It was so cute. It was so sweet, but it was so sad. Dora's little sister was like, I was mad at Dora and I don't, I want to be able to tell her I'm sorry because I got a crush on George. She's going to the prom with him and she's just explaining herself. Do you think I'd be able to have the opportunity to tell my sister? Do you think everything going to be all right? And Letty's like, you back to that, baby. But yeah, everything going to be okay. So Letty ends up upstairs. She's looking through stuff, trying to find the book because she doesn't know where the book is. The grandmama said, Heifer, who are you? <laughs> I knew something was wrong with you because I ain't never seen them shoes before. They ain't had sneakers back then, apparently. I don't, I don't know. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> so she's like, I, I knew something was up. So Letty's explaining to her what's going on. And she said, wait a minute, you from the future. We finna die in this house? And Letty was like, yeah, y'all about, about, about to die. Well, I need to go down there and help my 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 family. I need to fight. She's a girl. It don't matter how much fighting you do, it, it's right. about to happen. It's almost ten o'clock. Okay, okay. Back in. I got you. I got you. So, um, so she said, no matter how how much fighting you do, it, it's not gonna it ain't gonna happen. So, um, Dora, uh, I mean, Letty is explaining to her what's going on that she's pregnant with the child. Now, this line right here. I need this on the shirt. Once she was able to convince grandma to give her the book, she said, your seed is my faith in the flesh. So she told her to protect this book. Don't let it get away. Don't be afraid of the magic. I was just told to never open the book and it protect it. But y'all get to open it. And y'all not to be afraid. Hannah was afraid. She told her and explained to her, but she ain't afraid. So, um, so what happened was that she took the book, uh, she said a prayer with grandma. Grandma died right there holding Letty's hand. And Letty is not, um, she's not gonna burn up. No, she's, she's not gonna burn up because she's invulnerable. She had that invulnerable spell, invulnerability. But it's just spell. showing her um, praying with her and she's burning up in front of her face. Yes. I'm like, okay. That is she cried, and that had to be traumatic because I would have, I would have bawled like a baby. Uh, Letty was walking pretty, pretty slow. <laughs> so dramatic and so slow. Uh, Tick. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Montrose and 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 we're gonna have to. We're probably gonna have to do the last episode. One more next mm -hmm. week. Yeah, but we can talk about other things because we we can spend a short period of time touching on that and wrapping it up. Um, but um, Tick and Montrose are watching everything play out and he's stopping Montrose from going to save Thomas because he was like, well, if I save Thomas, it ain't gonna help nothing. And he said, no, we, we, you can't save Thomas. You can't do that. You can't mess with time. And so then Montrose is telling Tick this story that he's heard multiple times, but he never told him the last part of the story. And the last part of the story was there was a stranger that came out of nowhere. And that the stranger had to come out of nowhere we would have been dead. dead. And the stranger came out of nowhere like Jackie Robinson with a baseball bat and not kicked the white people. I mean, the white girl, everybody, they got it. And all of them laid out on the ground, other ones running away. And he said, I got your kid. Tick said, hold on, something wrong. <laughs> Wait a minute. 
How the stranger get here? The stranger got there through the time, two quarter. You the stranger, so you met your, your dad and them before you was even a thought. Uh, well, that, that blew my mind, that blew my mind right there. Right. So he was supposed to be back in that time yeah. to say, to do whatever he had to yep. do. Yep. Yep. But yep. then if that was the case, they would have had the book. No, because nothing made sense at that point. That's why they, that was the period of time that he had to go back to to do that. You see what I'm saying? The whole point of them being in that period of time was to get the book. Right. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah. And and so that was happening. But are you understanding what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. I understand okay. what you're saying, but they didn't have it at that point in time because this was the point of time that was allotted for him to go back. You see what okay. I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So no, they would. They, they, I, I would. I would think like that too. But if you think about it, no, he wasn't set to go back in time until this particular time right here. If that makes mm -hmm. sense. So, yeah. um, they get the book. They get out. Like I said, let it walk the slowest elbow. Um, Why did it take Montrose a long time to get back? To get back to the hotel. I thought Ticket no. Montrose got, got to the hotel together. He walked, okay, it was Letty. Yeah, it was Letty. It was Letty. Letty took a long time. And I think she had to, I don't know. I don't think she had to. But the aria that was playing in the background, which was composed by Raphael Sadiq, and there was another music supervisor on it. I just always remember Raphael, was beautiful at the end. Um, there are some other, and I'm going I'm to look up all the references from each episode, too, and talk about that. So we'll probably spend probably about 30 minutes wrapping, wrapping Lovecraft Country up, Lord Jesus. Um, but yeah, so that happened. Um, um, uh, they get back uh, Arithia Blue, because now this baby, done, she didn't become a conduit. She flying up in the air. She foaming at the mouth. Her back in the no. back of her head. <laughs> And her hair turns blue, which that reminded me of the exorcist. Uh, but her hair turned blue. And so she became Orenthia Blue at that point in time. And so uh, they got the book. They got it. And the end of episode nine. So we're going to wrap it up next week. And then we'll be talking about This Is Us. Um, we already talked about This Is Us. No, no, no. You know, another episode. Come on tomorrow. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 Another episode comes on tomorrow. Um, we'll talk about the game shows because I, I have to go back and watch this week Supermarket Sweep. I have not looked Girl, at it to be a million. Supermarket Sweep was good. I know. Uh, and then we'll just we'll talk about uh, we can talk about our show of the week maybe. Uh, what show did you watch uh, that you liked? Uh, we'll probably mix it in with some blackish um and the Connors, I love the Connors. They're hilarious, especially since Roseanne Dan is no longer a part of the family <laughs> anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we we will bring that uh, to you next week, and y'all will get a, a full dose of what it's on is about. Uh, everything TV, uh, and so uh, maybe I can introduce you to the Good Doctor. Maybe that'll be my show pick for the week. I don't know. Um, and I. I want to make sure, because uh, I have a recommendation. I do have a, a show recommendation for all you mentors out there. On Netflix, there is a, a limited series called The Queen's Gambit. Watch it. It is so freaking good. Make sure you the watch what? The Queen's Gambit. I told you about this last week. 
okay. it's a, it's about chess. It's about this like world class chess player. But it's interesting how she becomes this world class chess player. She's very smart. Uh, but watch it. It's really really good. It's good it has a lot of drama in it. Uh, kind of like a little soap opera, but like for smart people. So watch <laughs> the Queen's Gambit. G A M B I T. Queen's Gambit. Uh, it's actually a chess move in chess. Mm -hmm. um, please make sure you guys check it out. It's very, very good. Um, well, uh, we're going to wrap it up. We will see you guys uh, next week on another episode of It's One. We out. <laughs> Bye. Stop dwelling on empty words Stop stalling in the doorway And cancel the cruise control Switch it in the manual Don't you wanna feel right again? Don't you wanna feel whole? Don't you wanna feel whole?